Welcome to Chasing Nichols with your host, Alan Schoenberger. Chasing Nichols is the podcast that helps business owners focus on actions that will have the greatest impact on their business. Now, here's your host, Alan Schoenberger. Do you have a recurring or a transactional revenue business model for your business? That's what we're going to be talking about on today's podcast. And it's a topic I've covered a little bit before, uh, but I think needs uh, some further discussion because it's really important. Uh, if you don't have a recurring revenue business model already, you should be thinking about how you can take at least a portion if not all of your business, to a recurring revenue model. And before we cover that, let me at least define what a recurring revenue model is versus a transactional model. Recurring revenue is simply any business that has a consistent amount of revenue coming in every week, every month, almost like a subscription. So Netflix is a great example of a recurring revenue business model. Customers pay a flat monthly fee all in, and the benefit there is that you as a business owner have a more predictable revenue coming in every month, which can help a business owner with budgeting and planning for their business. One of the advantages of having a recurring revenue business model is that it tends to value higher. That is, when you go to sell your business to an outsider, they're going to look more favorably on a recurring revenue model for the simple reason that the revenue is more predictable. Uh, But even if you're not looking to sell your business in the near future, another advantage of a recurring revenue model is that it can be easier to get a loan from a bank. And they're going to look on a recurring revenue model more favorably for the same reasons. Because you have more predictable revenue, uh, they know that the likelihood of you being able to repay that loan is just that much greater. And so if you're looking to grow your business, right, taking out a loan to to grow it, a bank's going to look more favorably on a recurring revenue model. And just to give you a, you know, a few more examples uh, of recurring revenue models, traditionally, It's seen in the software industry. Almost every piece of software you use in your business, you're probably paying a monthly or an annual fee for access to that particular software. Another great example of recurring revenue model. And don't get me wrong, it's not all uh, sunshine. There can be some cons to a recurring revenue business model. Uh, There can be a higher initial investment to starting up a recurring revenue Uh, business as opposed to a transactional business. Uh, Another potential con is higher customer churn. If a customer is not happy with your product or service, they could cancel that subscription, which can also lead to uh, higher churn rates. Uh, And, uh, you know, again, there are probably some other cons. I don't want to make this all sunshine that a recurring revenue business model is perfect. There's no such thing as perfect, uh, but it is far superior to a transactional business model. And I would challenge you, even if you're in a traditionally transaction business model uh, industry, for example, retail is pretty much a transactional 
business model. Customers come into a particular brick and mortar store, they buy the product, they leave, but there's no guarantee that they're going to come back in and buy that product on a regular basis. There are examples of transactional business models that have been converted to re recurring revenue models. And I think a great example is the razor industry. In the past, you may have gone into a store to buy your razors whenever you need them. Uh, but now there are companies like Harry's and, and some others that have a monthly fee you pay and they send you the razors uh, when your particular supply is depleted. And Harry's is just one example. Another great example that I frequently use is a few years back, Panera Bread instituted a monthly sip club, they call it now. Essentially, you pay a flat monthly fee. And for that flat monthly fee, you can get an unlimited amount of coffee, sodas, teas, any kind of, any kind of their regular uh, soft drinks. And again, it hasn't converted Panera's model completely to a recurring revenue model, but at least it's converted a portion of it. Now, of course, in that example, the good thing about that is it gets the customer going back into Panera more frequently, more regularly. And of course, some of those customers, not all of them, but at least some of them are going to buy other foods and products at Panera that will hopefully increase their sales more than just giving, more than making up for giving away the, the unlimited coffee. And that's the other thing to think about here is you do have to be careful and think this out because there are going to be customers in the example of the Panera Bread case that kind of, I don't want to say abuse, but use the product so much that Panera is not making money on it. So I think they recognize that, yes, we're going to have some customers that are going to pay that flat monthly fee, just come in for the unlimited coffee and tea, and we're not making any money on that. But they also know that there will be enough customers that will be coming in and buying their food products on a more regular basis that will more than make up for that. But you do kind of have to think that out uh, and probably continue to monitor it once you have that kind of a program up and running. Uh, so again, this was kind of a short one again, but wanted to stress the importance of a recurring revenue business model for your business. If you really truly are looking to make your business more valuable, not only while you run it, but when you sell it, uh, the recurring revenue business model is far superior to a transactional revenue model. And as always, if you're struggling with ways or want to just bounce some ideas off of me on how to convert your business, at least in part to a recurring revenue business model, you can reach out to me on chasingnicholspodcast.com. Until next time. The information contained in this podcast is for general information and educational purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for legal, commercial, and or financial advice from a licensed professional review. 